like I said, it takes all sorts mm-hmm. of people to be real estate agents. You need the introverts. You need the extroverts. We kind of need that whole blend of people because everybody is so different to, out there. To serve the diverse clientele. Exactly. Absolutely. My name is Parker Bennett, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people through the process of their largest single investment they may ever make, their home. From building inspector to real estate agent, I've chalked up a number of great experiences and strategies for everything related to the home buying experience. This podcast is dedicated to anything and everything around the Kamloops real estate market. Welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. I'm Mally J, uh, sitting in for Parker Bennett today. Parker's on vacation, so we're having a podcast takeover. Today in the booth, we've got Brad Watson is joining me. Welcome, Brad. Thank you. Great You're, to be here. Thank you. I'm so glad you joined me. It's uh, fun. This is this is fun. This is exciting. It, it kind of brings me back to my my youth. <laughs> yeah. On the radio. Exactly. Well, you're a realtor here at Royal LePage Westwind Realty. Yes. And we, you and I realized we have something in common, uh, an interest in radio, and that we're both sort of have performance backgrounds. And where that conversation took us is that we're both extroverts. Uh, yeah, I would say that I definitely am. <laughs> I, I think that I know you are as well from, from past that you've done and, and job experiences you've had. And, and it's funny where, you know, your, your Parker's assistant, your, and I, where I recognized you from was your past with the Blazers. Ah, uh, yes. And being the game day announcer and not, stuff like that. Not so, too many people catch that one, but yeah, that was me. I it was amazing it. that I saw you in the parking lot and I was like, what are you doing here? Like you had the blazer jersey on. So it was yeah. kind of one of those easy things to kind of say, yeah. hey, you know what? That's where you, yeah. It's I've seen true. you wear that a lot. I'm so, no stranger to a microphone. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So today I thought we would delve a little bit into the traits of an extrovert and why that might be helpful in here in the landscape of real estate. You, as your perspective as a realtor, and obviously drawing on your past, um, I I couldn't find an introvert to be on the show today. I don't know if there's a joke there, but like I we could we could maybe write one and save it for later <laughs> and kind of keep um, it between ourselves, maybe if we want. But yes, it's true. I think that you know the the introvert is. I mean, all genres of people are needed for being realtors. Everybody will link up and feel comfortable with a different type of realtor and a different type of person. Mm A little bit of my background, um, moved here from Montreal in 92, went to, did one year of high school, sorry, moved here in 91, graduated in 92 from Westside Secondary, uh, went to UCC before it was TRU. Uh Uh, It was the affiliate of UBC. So I got my degree from UBC, but UCC of UBC. I don't know if I got <laughs> way too so many, many letters, letters going on here. Um, and I have a major in history okay. and a minor in theater. Oh, wow. So my theater, I think, is what really allowed me to be a true extrovert. Um, I had never taken theater until I moved here. I was a little bit involved in the backstage stuff through high school um, and through my younger years. I liked the technical aspect. I loved the boards. I loved the mixing. I loved the lights. Anything was done that way. And then when I came here, I went and did theater. I kind of said, you know what? I kind of want to see what it's like to be on the stage. And I finally stepped on the stage and kind of said, wow, 
this allows me to kind of be a different person, Mm -hmm. to be able to kind of step up and not be afraid to step up in front of 5,000 people, 50 people, five people, whatever, to talk about something, to discuss something. So I've never had much of a fear of stepping up in front of a crowd Mm -hmm. to talk about something. I've done um, small little venues where you talk to 12 people at a first-time buyer's seminar where you kind of go, hey, you guys want to try to buy a house? Here's the steps to do it. Yeah. I've also stepped up in front of 50 people at a home show and talked about the best improvements to make on your house to gain the best value, Mm -hmm. right? So suit and tie, standing with a microphone on my head as people walk by at a home show. I've also stood up in front of 5,000 people to introduce a band for a concert. Ooh. So it's kind of one of those things that as an extrovert, I've made sure that I'm not afraid to talk. Yes. And sitting here on the radio, again, a little bit of my past did college radio like we both did. Yeah, uh, I, I do was too. the first DJ on CFBX. Beloved if, CFBX. If anybody doesn't know, 92.5 CFBX is the uh, college radio station that's been in existence since about, I want to say 2002, 2001. I think is when it kind of started. Sounds and right. my brain is because I, I, I think of it from when my, my first child was born. <laughs> um, I was going and doing the morning show and realized that it was kind of conflicting with me being a parent in the uh, morning. So yeah. I kind of, that's when I kind of ended my, my radio career. So oh, cool. And you know, I stepped into the CFBX world in about 2009. Uh, actually, it would have been 08 because I, I was in a, had a journalism, was taking journalism and there was no broadcast element. So I, thought, hey, I'll go get a show and use it as a class credit. And then I graduated and I just couldn't stop doing the show. It was so much fun and such an addiction. <laughs> if, if you have the right, if it's the right environment, radio mm-hmm. is such an addictive thing. And I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday in our kind of pre, pre-show pre setup or whatever you want to call it, um, how we liked how it was kind of, it was there, you prep for a show it was like theater. Radio was like theater back. You could do it in a controlled environment. You didn't have to stand on a stage, but you could talk and it was gone. Yes, ephemeral. It just drifts into the wind. Like That's like a stage yeah. production. You stand on the stage, you prep for months, people come and, and absorb your show, enjoy your show, and it's over. Yeah. There's kind of a freedom in that, I think. Whereas, you know, obviously this podcast will be Recorded and sure. shared online, and and it'll be there. So, but, but that's the evolution of of video, of tape, of whatever you want to call it, podcast. How we've gone from Shakespeare was done on a stage, people watched it, and now you can go watch virtually any Shakespeare play on YouTube if you want to go see somebody who's performed it. Yeah. So it's very similar to being, you know, I just kind of it's one of those things that. Everything's evolved. Oh, yeah. And our ability to kind of, everything is now recorded. Everything is now different. I mean, we carry a full studio in our phones. Mm-hmm. You could record a whole, I mean, you use GarageBand for, yep. for mixing and everything that way. So Using it right now. It's on our iPhones. It's, it's on our iMac. It's on our, you know. <laughs> so accessible. So it's on our <laughs> iMac. That's <you> know. <laughs> Evolution. Exactly. <laughs> no, totally. I agree. And I, I'm glad to find other opportunities to speak into microphones. It's like, what a blessing that Parker's podcast is here. That <laughs> and it's funny, when I when I heard he was kind of setting this up and starting to do it, I was kind of like, okay, you know, it's kind of... And then when, you know, the I, the opportunity kind of came along, I was going, I, I might want to be back a couple more times. So yeah. if I do okay, and you it's, know, people like me, so it's, it's kind comfy. of that thing. So 
Exactly. Well, I'm glad you could join me today. Um, I am excited to kind of jump into this topic of extrovert versus introvert in a way, because I think that there is an assumption that extroverts would naturally do really well as real estate agents. And I think that that's true, given that some of the character traits, I can delve a little bit. I did a little bit of pre-research here. Let me nice. let me share okay. some of that. Okay. So today we're obviously talking about extroversion and introversion. They are central dimension in some human personality theories. And the terms introversion and extroversion were introduced by Carl Jung, noted psychologist back in the day. And Jung defined an extrovert individual as someone who is energized more by external factors and an introvert as a person who's stimulated by internal factors. So extrapolating that a bit, extroversion is associated with people who thrive in large groups. Um, They like talking things out to help them think and decide better. So this sort of external expression to come to decision-making, what have you. Um, Introverts, on the other hand, prefer quiet, reflective uh, thinking and prefer small groups over large groups of people in terms of their social interaction. So they excel in one-on-one communication. They often think before they speak instead of speaking first to think better. That would be so much smarter (laughs) if I did that. I wish I was introverted in my thought process at times. Well, and to continue on is... There's a few different theories around the continuum of in- introversion and extroversion within each individual. Some theories show that like if you have more of one trait, you then automatically have less of another, like it's a, a balancing scale where more of one equals less of another. Okay. But I think the prevailing theories are that each person actually possesses both traits in differing amounts in different situations. I 100% agree. Yeah. There's no way you can be a 100% introvert. I mean, if you are, then you're, you know, potentially at that point where you're not doing too much out in the real world. Right. And if you're 100% extrovert, you're on stage all the time, which is kind of impossible. So Not sustainable. (laughs) Exactly. So I I tend to agree with a lot of that, the way it's kind of put. Um, I look at my family dynamic. I have two sons and my wife and, and... My one son is very much an introvert and he regains his energy by being by himself. Mm -hmm. When he's out, involved, smaller groups, if bigger groups, when he comes home, he really kind of gets energy from just kind of being himself and by himself for a few minutes. When my older son is kind of that point where he looks at things and kind of goes... I need to go find some friends to go hang out with. Yeah. I need to kind of, because he's been home for a little bit, so he kind of goes, I need to just go and be out somewhere and go. And so it's that extrovert of kind of getting out into the public. Yeah. They both like being with their friends. They both like being in public settings, and they both spend time by themselves and doing stuff on their own, but you can see whose energy grows mm-hmm. at a certain time being an extrovert and an introvert. I think that's a perfect example of kind of the broad sense of what we're talking about. And like, obviously... It probably goes without saying, neither you nor I are clinical psychologists to speak on the matter. I'm not going to pretend to be. No, no, but these are really like well-known popular terms that people use all the time in personality right. tests and things. So I, yeah. I feel like we're equipped to discuss it. So just to go back, you, do you consider yourself an extrovert? I do with introvert traits because again, um, a lot of times when it comes to real estate, I have no problem being an extrovert talking to people. Right. But realizing that as an introvert at times, I get work done, I get projects done. 
when I'm doing certain things like a skilled project or something that's not real estate related mm-hmm. um, with my hands, a tool or something like that, I don't always like somebody over my shoulder or a group of people doing it unless I need the assistance. Right. Where it's much rather I, I'm an introvert when it comes to doing a project on my own. I Absolutely. like to have it finished and then present it as an extrovert because I'm presenting the project when it's done. Right. Right? So, yeah, I I consider myself to be probably a mix of the two, but more on the extrovert rather than an introvert scale because I thrive in groups. I enjoy talking in groups. I like being around people. Um, Yeah, it's kind of one of those things that it's just, yeah. A bit of both. And I I would consider myself the same. There's a third term called... um, an ambivert that is a blend of the two, but I would think, I would assume that we're all really ambiverts on somehow. <laughs> I agree. I, it's kind of one of those things that you can't, I mean, we could go and add I know. a million different whatever's it's to true. it. Yeah. Well, what I would like to kind of chip into now is in a, in a real estate setting as a realtor, what are the traits of extroversion that specifically have our strengths? Like I've got a few noted out here, but I'd sort of like to hear what your thoughts are. So I think as an extrovert, as an extrovert, extrovert, mm-hmm. um, where I have the theater background and I have that ability, I'm not afraid to talk in front of people. I have never been adverse to starting a conversation. Good one. I have never been afraid to go and make a phone call. Mm-hmm. It might be a little bit of a dwelling because phone calls, communicating, talking to people is huge in our business. Yeah, And, and it's, it's tough if you're not big on that, but it is something you'll have to build up. Um, so I've never been afraid to approach someone, ask the question, um, kind of make the phone call. Uh, yes, the initial you know, 10 numbers dialing is the tough part. Yeah. But once the phone is ringing and the person says, hello, I'm usually fine. Yeah. Um, it's funny is, is we think that that should be easy. You dial the numbers, you make a phone call, but it's the build up to try to get that. So you feel a little introverted when you go mm-hmm. to make that phone call. A little call. anxious, a little. Exactly. So I have never been, and as an extrovert, you kind of get to that point where communication is so important and is the people relationship and kind of real estate is as they say all about relationships 100 a million times and the problem is is not a lot of introverts get excited by an overly extrovert person right they can be really oil and water exactly so i know that not everybody is going to jive with my personality mm-hmm. and it's to that point that there's a realtor for everyone out there if you're a person who is extreme introvert who sits in their basement all day, but it's time to finally buy a house, there's somebody else out there who's like you. Definitely. It's just potentially finding that person, which is t- sometimes difficult. And at times you will go through an agent or two. You will kind of do a couple of interviews or meet an agent and go, I just don't jive with this <laughs> yeah. person. And you might want an extrovert as an introvert and you find that connection there. But like I said, it takes all sorts mm-hmm. of people to be real estate agents. You need the introverts. You need the extroverts. We kind of need that whole m- blend of people because everybody is so different to, out there. To serve the diverse clientele. Exactly. Absolutely. So, And we know that not everybody's going to jive with everybody else. No. And if you think that you can be the agent for every type of personality, you're going to struggle. 
you might be wrong. Or you might be not very authentic in terms of, yeah. you know, how you relate. Who 100%. Knows? Um, I think the some of, some of the other traits that I'd, I'd found through a little bit of research online is that extroverted people and realtors in this case are animated and expressive. And I have noticed that in my friend group, like talking with your hands or um, to be honest, doing voices. I, I realize we're, we're, we don't have cameras because I mean, all the podcasts today, whenever you see them, they all seem to have video of podcasts and everything that way. I'm trying not to talk with my hands today, <laughs> um, but I have a bit of a, a French background growing up in Montreal and not that I'm French. But when you are around that, the hand talking is very important. Everybody thought I was yeah. Italian when I was growing up because I talk with my so hands wild, like a, a lot. Muppet arms. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think move like you know. Obviously, there's like sort of a high energy element to that extroverted personality, and I. Yeah, I, I think at this point, I would I want to focus a little on some of the introverted traits that can help someone in real estate. If you're an introverted realtor and you're like. Hey, they're not talking about me at all. <laughs> I, um, I think. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah. It's, so I know that as an potential, the good strong parts of being an introvert is you can get work done on your own. Mm-hmm. Because not always are you going to be able to pick up the phone, uh, call your managing broker, kind of call somebody to say, "Hey, how do I fix this?" Being able to f- do the research, look up certain problems find out the answer on your own going through certain websites or rereading old contracts or going through stuff to kind of answer your own questions. And you thrive at that because you are the introvert and you do repower on your own. Mm -hmm. It is kind of at that point that it allows you to kind of say, hey, I'm good to work on my own. Yeah, Agent that I idolize and and have always kind of been able to bounce ideas off of and and she was always a great mentor to me. Um, She would get up at four in the morning and do all of her paperwork. And it was always to that point that doing that on her own, she was the introvert that would do the work in the morning and then become the extrovert in the afternoon selling property. Mm -hmm. So it was always to that point that I looked at that and kind of said, you know, you have to be a strong person with yourself to not have an assistant, to not have to go to the office to do the work, to be around people, to get up and do that work first thing in the morning mm-hmm. as an introvert on your own. And, you know, the nature of a real estate agent's role is so self-directed. Like, you know, that is, that's having that strength of personal focus and uh, ability to work solo is, I think, essential. it seems to be essential to the role. You make or break your own business. Yes. There's, there's, you get lucky. You, you sometimes uh, a lead falls in your lap. Uh, you have a floor shift. The right phone call happens. You're out in public, and someone goes, "Oh, Brad's a realtor, right?" It, you luck out. You get those every so often. You make or break your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're an extrovert and you're a loud extrovert, and you rub people the wrong way, you're not going to make any business. If you sit in the corner and don't say anything at a public gathering, you're not going to make any business. So you have to find that fine line. I agree. And I think I've also, I wonder if there's a benefit to an extrovert and an introvert partnering up in some cases. Like I guess it all it's all about personality and how they how they gel. But I wonder if that could be a tool for someone who's struggling with like, oh, I just... Wish I was more outgoing. You don't have I've, to change. You can just exactly. learn from the people around you that maybe do exhibit that trait. Mentorship. Mentorship. I think is a great thing. I've always been big on bouncing ideas off agents who have been around for a while. If you can turn around and say, hey, how do you do this? What's your thoughts on this? 
you're not looking for them to to break the mold or kind of give you something that's that's their aha moment in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. You're looking for that. This is this is a general idea. This is something you could because insight. It's exactly. It's tough when you're in the business all the time to look at the business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always found that when you sit back and you're always working in the business, you can't work on the business. Ah. Mm-hmm. So to take some time to, and I've had an assistant for quite a few years now, I make sure that I've tried to give them the stuff that doesn't make me any money, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of being that extrovert to hand off the stuff that I know that I'm not introvertly well at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to throw no, all the introvert it. and extroverts <laughs> all in, but I've always been that fan of saying if I if I don't think it's going to make me money by doing the paperwork, by doing the little things, by by doing this, searching for something, doing this, I hand that off. Yeah. Give it to my assistant and kind of say, you do this. I'm paying you to sit in that chair and do that. So you go ahead and do that work for me and let me go make the money out on the street so that I can continue to pay you, have you in that seat. Yeah, totally. So And like relying on the, their strengths to do that. Um, some of the other strengths I came across in terms of what introverted, introverted folks bring It's tough to, to say it after a little while. You know, it kind of comes of, a, little, <laughs> a little tongue twister. Um, introverted folks bring to the any workplace, but in this case, obviously, real estate. Um, yeah, a, a good amount of focus, solo focus. Listening before talking, which I know we said earlier, which in the one-on-one client relationship, having... Like really learning about your your client, I think that could be a really great strength to highlight um, for introverts. They also can be known for preparation and organization, which in this biz, there's a lot of paperwork and information and things flying back and forth. That would be like a huge check. Um, skills of observation and I know I already said listening, but in terms of body language and reading people apparently can be a an introverted trait because they're... I can see They're that. I can watching. see that. Yeah. They're always watching. Um, and a sense of objectivity where it can be an emotional de- transaction for a client, but um, yeah, retaining a, a sense of objectivity in an emotional situation. I could see that being being a strength as well. And yeah, to cap that off is that instead of quantity of relationships, there's a focus on quality, right. which again... That's what. Can you speak to the the importance of a, a deep relationship with a client? I I I definitely have. I don't consider myself to be a top end agent. I've never been on the top end. I don't make in terms top, of numbers, numbers and sales. I'm not a big. Fan. I've never nothing. I'm not a big fan. I'd love to make more money, <laughs> but I don't. I don't sacrifice relationships for the check. Mm-hmm. I never have, and I never will. So um, integrity I've there. always been a big thing that I have, I mean, I got to 2006 is when I became an agent. Oh yeah. I took a little break in the middle. I kind of thought the grass would be greener on the other side when things got a little bit rough and realized that real estate was where I wanted to be. So I came back and I've enjoyed it and had nothing but success since. Um, but I don't look at it as where's my next deal. I look at, have I taken care of my clients to get to that finish point? Um, and I want repeat business. Yeah. Um, I keep a thing called my top 150. Mm-hmm. So it's my client book that get a present from me three times a year. They get 
birthday cards. They get everything that kind of makes them feel like that I'm not forgetting about them because I don't forget about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I can drive the route when I do my deliveries because I do my own deliveries. Mm-hmm. I go to everybody's door, 150 doors. I yeah. give three times a year. Um, and it's kind of at that point that I go and I deliver it to make sure my relationships are kept. If somebody's home, great. I'll chat with them for a few minutes. If they're not, they're going to find a present on their door when they get home from work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just always try to remember that I'd much rather have someone say, Brad's my realtor, rather than somebody go, oh, I can't remember my guy's name. Right. Oh, yeah. So there's nothing worse than that. Um than not being remembered mm-hmm. as their realtor. That's my big thing. Yeah. Um, I did a bit of a boot camp when I got back in 2000. When I took my little break, I did a, a boot camp to kind of revitalize myself. Like and a real estate boot camp? It was a real okay. estate, and it was uh, an agent out of Arizona who was doing the boot camp. And it was, you know, it's not cheap, and you get a, a, a webinar every week, and you go <laughs> yeah. for, was it? I think it was a, I can't remember, was it 20 weeks or It was heavy. It was a lot. Yeah. And it was almost homework. And he was really diligent on things. And the one thing he said, it was American stats he was throwing at us. Sure. Um, but he said that like 25% of people remember their realtors. 75% of buyers don't remember who their realtor oh, was. Man. And that was from that point on that I said, there's no way my clients are not going to remember who helped them buy and sell. And that's a that's a stat in your control for sure. Like there's, there's things you can do to change Absolutely. that. And I think uh, coming right back around to our initial topic, like there are strengths and weaknesses in everybody regardless of where you fall on a introvert, extrovert spectrum. Yes. But recognizing them, just being aware of what you do bring to the table and where you might lack or have an area of improvement and putting in some as, you know, a boot camp, for example, yep. like some self-work to, to examine that kind of thing is, um, there's always work to be done. See, and I think I did well in that boot camp because there was a large group of us gathered in ah. the boot camp. It wasn't just one-on-one, <laughs> yeah. right? So there was other people you could talk to and discuss things with. Yeah. So if it would have been a one-on-one, I don't know if I would have succeeded as well or taken the message as strongly. Mm-hmm. There was an accountable group in it, yeah. right? Uh, there was the mastermind group that you had to kind of answer to, and I was okay with that. I know that when I come to do stuff introvertly and have to do real estate work on my own, I always look for kind of the guidance, not guidance, but I always look for other agents' opinion on kind of what I'm doing. I'll turn and I'll kind of go, what do you think of this? You know, should, I, should we try this? Should I do that? Um, I mean, the whole team aspect, I know we talked about earlier, bringing an extrovert and an introvert together. Um, our, our BC real estate system is kind of struggling with the whole team aspect and uh, we don't really mm-hmm. know what to kind of look for and kind of how <laughs> yeah. to handle it anymore. So um, it, it's kind of all those things, partnerships are kind of a little bit on the edge of side. So just discussing things with other agents and kind of having a, a discussion group, yeah, in my opinion, is... Network. Yeah, is really strength, real strong. Um, totally. Going it at your own, you're not going to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's anybody is not going to keep secrets from you because nothing's new. Aha. Uh-huh. Right? I always find that real estate is, is a is a evolutionary wheel. The wheel keeps spinning, yeah. but there's new spokes that get added. Yeah. 
So when you turn around and someone adds a podcast, someone adds reels, TikTok, whatever they're doing to create their business different, or they're going to AuthentiSign or DocuSign or going away from paper, going to all drive, everything's e-files and all this and that, it's not a new wheel. It just has some different spokes. Yeah. Right? So looking at that, making sure you're always spinning on the wheel, Mm -hmm. but evolving and kind of understanding what's changing, but remembering that it's still all about relationships. It really, truly is. Yeah. Well, anything else to add in this bottom line time of our podcast? We're wrapping up to the conclusion here, Brad. Uh, uh, have we come to a conclusion yet? Have we figured? Uh, have we changed okay. the world? Here's Are my- we ready to go? <laughs> shall we? Shall we send this out to everybody and say that we've we've figured it out? Introvert okay. and extroverts of real estate. Here's my bottom line. Um, no. Okay, wait. No, no that we was just a bunch of silence. I yeah. liked it. I was I was kind of waiting. I was hoping for something really good, but it didn't get there. So Okay, wait. I think it's rely on the traits that you do have. Knowing what works for you, wherever you fall, introvert, extrovert, there are there are advantages to whatever you bring to the table. You just have to f- make sure that you know what they are so you can play into them. Perhaps. I I don't think I could have said it better. Oh, great. Play play <laughs> your strengths. Yes. And if you need help with your weaknesses, there's people out there to help. That's it. And we can't, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm one that probably could be better at looking for help at times. <laughs> I'm one to kind of think I can solve it on my own. And, and it's always to that point that is if we can strive to help each other and kind of not think that what we're doing is revolutionary. Yes. It is real estate. (laughs) Share your experiences. Share your knowledge. Our industry will be better. Mm -hmm. Our overall camaraderie will be better. It's, It's a simple business. We're not here to do anything other than help people buy and sell property. Yeah, that's it. Without the customers, we're nothing. <laughs> That's so true. So, and you know, uh, this you know, we this is a podcast takeover because Parker's not here. But right. I, just, I think it's better without Parker. I, <laughs> I'm leaving that part in. <laughs> Good, you better. I would say he's an extrovert, hundred percent. He talks with his hands, very animated, loves people, and talk to anyone. Like, yeah, he's a classic extrovert as well. I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, and I think you'll find that probably 75% of realtors are an extrovert heavy. I would say so too. Right? Like if even- everybody gets a, a 100% on their personality, mm-hmm. that most will be in the high 60s and above in the extrovert percentage. I think that's the case. Just Even just sort of the sampling of the folks that work in this office yeah. that I've encountered, it seems to be lean heavy on the extrovert side, yeah. but kind of makes sense. But again, it's not the end of the world to be an introvert in this business either. because secret like weapons. Said, exactly. Secret strength. If you are stronger at, at doing the, the back end stuff, the, the not the glorified part of the business, mm-hmm. um, then you can get further ahead in the stuff that you need help with or you're not as strong in. So It's true. So real estate's for everyone. (laughs) I think we did it. I think we did too. Thank you so much for joining me today, Brad Watson, on uh, the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast, Takeover Edition. And we'll have you back sometime. Mallory, sounds great. Thank Thank you you. so much. Okay. 
Hey, thanks for listening to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to get new episodes delivered right to your feed. And we want to hear from you. Send comments and questions to parker at royallepage.ca or reach out on Instagram at pbrealestater. Estater.